are fathers important to their children? What are joys and challenges of fathers? Statistics tell us that children with involved fathers are more confident, better able to deal with frustration, better able to gain independence and their own identity, more likely to mature into compassionate adults, more likely to have a higher self-esteem, more sociable, more secure, and less likely to show signs of depression. Yes, fathers are important, and they are part of God's plan for the family. Today, I'll visit with Dave Powell, the production director of Family Vision Media. We'll learn about his family and talk with him about being a father. And we'll talk with his son, Jackson. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss today's program. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Thanks, Dave, for being our guest today as we talk about fathers. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to do that. So, Dave, tell our listeners about your family. Well, so the first thing I guess you need to know about my family is I didn't do everything quite right from from the beginning. I do have a daughter who is 21. Her name is Caitlin. And I have a son named Jackson who is six, and he's here in the room with us today. Uh, My wife's name is Jennifer. Jennifer and I have been married for, it'll be 11 years this year. And uh, we're so thankful to have Jackson because uh, now that he's here, we're actually not sure that we will ever be able to have any more. So uh, just the fact that he's here is a little bit of a miracle in itself. A blessing. Definitely a blessing. Yeah, yes. children are a blessing. So your children are some years apart. You had one uh, daughter that is, did you say 21? They're 15 years apart. So 15 yeah, it's, years apart. It's a little apart. bit like I have two only children. Yeah, I mean, they know sure. each other, and, and Jackson sure definitely loves his sister. But yeah, it's uh, in terms sure. of the family dynamic, it's... It's different. It's, yeah, it's different. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously it's different because one's a boy, one's a girl. Yeah. There, there's a big difference there. I don't care who says anything differently. No, it's absolutely um, true. But also just the fact that they're so far apart. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you learned a lot uh, as you had your daughter uh, and learned more as you had Jackson. And, and again, uh, children are a blessing no matter uh, how old they are or uh how large the age gap is. So thanks for sharing that about your family. Tell us a little bit about the joys and challenges of being a dad. Wow, what an open-ended question. There's so many different places I could go with that. But I, here's where I, I guess the, the thing I try to emphasize with people is that I like to, I like to concentrate on the joys more than the challenges. Um, particularly because I remember when my daughter was first born and a lot of times people would say to me, how old is she? And I would, whatever her age was at the time, well, she's one. Oh, wait till she's two. She'll be into everything. She, well, okay. Now she's two. I'm having this conversation with someone. Oh, wait till she's three. This is going to be this. And this is going to be this. Wait till she's in elementary school. Wait till she's a teenager. This is going to happen. And that's going to happen. And it was always some negative. You know, mm-hmm. it was always some tale of, oh, this is going to, it's going to be such a challenge. It's going to be such a terrible thing. And, and I just thought, you know, it, no, at every age and every stage of development, and this, this has been true with my daughter, but it's true now with my son too. There is something wonderful to be amazed at and to enjoy, uh, to be thankful for, and, uh, just, just to be joyful over. So, um, that's the wisdom. joys are many. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't, uh, 
narrow it down to one thing or even a few because there are so many, from watching the light come on in their eyes when they learn a new skill, to sharing their joy when they're justifiably proud of achieving some accomplishment or creating something unique and imaginative. For Jackson, it's Lego blocks. He can build the most amazing creations I would never have thought to build at his age or even at my age now. That's something he's just really good at. And he talks now about wanting to become an architect when he grows up. And there's so many facets to his creativity when he draws or builds something. But probably the biggest joy is when we noticed he's grasping and understanding the tenets of our faith, and it's becoming apparent that this is really becoming a part of his own belief system, and it's not just something that we've taught him to repeat and, and learn by rote. It reminds me of a verse in the book of Third John, which is just one chapter long, and verse 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Uh, and that's a big joy for my wife and me. With my daughter, watching her at her stage of development now, um, embracing adulthood, finishing up her college career, beginning to embark on a profession, uh, that's a great joy for us, watching her develop into a young lady. Many, many joys. And that's not to say there aren't challenges, too. Uh, of course there are. The biggest one, I guess, that we face is the same one that's written and spoken about so often by Christian parents, and that's the challenge to raise our children to love God and embrace our faith now that our culture has become so hostile to it. But another big challenge that we face is slowing down enough to enjoy the joys that come along and not just rush through each week because life is so hectic sometimes and there's a task and then there's one behind that and another one behind that. I think the challenge is just to slow down and enjoy life because we know this season won't last forever. So it's not that there aren't challenges. There certainly are. But I think the joys outweigh the challenges. And I also think it's partly, at least, a matter of what you're willing to focus on. What I want to focus on is not, oh, whenever each new stage of development or or each new age comes up, I've got something to dread. I don't want to think of it Uh -uh. that way. I want to think of it as these children are a gift from the Lord to me and to my family. And as much as possible, I'm going to enjoy that journey while it lasts because it'll be over with all too soon. All right. And Dave, that's such wisdom because you are right. Sometimes we're so worried about what's going to happen when they get to be this age or that age that we're not enjoying the time we have and those days will never be back again. Every age is special. And as I look back with my children grown to our sons in heaven, it's just such a blessing to remember those great memories. And sometimes I think, did we rush too much? Did we rush too much? Being a parent, uh, whether you're the mom or dad, is challenging because there's so many things you're juggling. You're juggling work and uh, everything that they're involved in and everything that other members of the family are involved in. But that's great wisdom. I really believe that. Well, and I don't know that I can necessarily claim that wisdom because I'm just a wise person, but I will say this. <laughs> The people that I know that I think were good parents and that I admire, when I hear them talking about their own children and talking about their journey raising them, and I'm talking about people that are you know a little further down the road than I am and they've already raised their children and they're gone. When they talk about their children, they talk about the fun things, uh-huh. the good times, uh-huh. the happy memories, and they don't tend to focus on the negatives. Yes. And I thought, well, if I can have that perspective now rather than waiting for them. Absolutely. You know. Excellent. Excellent. One more question. Um, Sometimes uh, parents want to be buddies, good friends to their children. 
Uh, why do we need to be a parent first to our children? Well, I was actually listening to uh, some friends of mine have this discussion uh, just recently. And I mean, it was within the last day or two uh, of the time we we're actually making this recording. And we're talking about the fact that you can be friends with your children later on in life after they're grown. <laughs> right now, what they need from you most is a parent, not another buddy. Yes. Um, there's one thing I used to tell uh, my daughter uh, when she was... Jackson's age, five, six, seven, when she uh, she got to this point where she wanted to call me by my first name. And I said, Caitlin, I want you to call me dad because that's a very special name. No one else in the world can call me dad. And at that time, that was that was true because Jackson wasn't here yet. Anybody can call me by my first name. Mm-hmm. You're the only one that can call me dad. And it, it it's it's not just a matter of you know, respect and position in the family and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted her to also understand that at this moment in your life, it's it's my job to protect you. It's my job to instruct you. It's my job to nurture you. But you are not an adult yet. We are not peers in this relationship right now. And sometimes that's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> there are going to be those times when I can't just be your best buddy and and give you what you want right now in this moment because I have to give you something better. I have to give you a, a higher lesson than that, or I have to, sometimes we do have to have correction. So, and Jackson and I have the same kind of thing. There are sure. times when we are friendly, we are having fun together, we are, right. you know, uh, having a great time, but there are those times when we have to back up and I say, okay, we're not, we're not going to do things this way, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we have to have a little bit of correction. So why do I think parents need to do that? It's, I mean, I, I feel like it's obvious in a way. <laughs> I feel like you can see what happens to kids who have not had that. But I think if, if I had to boil it down into a statement, you know, uh, because it's not obvious to everybody. Uh, and I told Jackson this the other day. I said, I need you to learn to obey me now because eventually you're going to grow up. You're not going to be in my house anymore. And I'm going to need you then to know how to obey God for yourself. And it's my job and mom's job to, to teach you that, that we Mm -hmm. are, we can't always just have whatever we want. We're accountable to someone and you need to learn obedience now because someday you're going to be accountable to God. Yeah. Very good. Very wise. Again, thoughts as you talk about being a father, I want to transition and talk uh, for a little bit with Jackson. Jackson uh, is right here, and um, I want to ask him, first of all, just some things. Tell our listeners how old you are, Jackson. I am six years old. Uh, um, I'm very happy to be in this interview. This is my first time that I've ever been in something like this, so okay. thank you very much. Oh, you are very welcome. I met you a couple years ago at the radio station, and I remember you you were great at talking. I thought you would be a good asset to bring to this interview about dads, but also about sons and daughters, because we're talking about fathers, and fathers can't be fathers without a son, right? Well, yeah, but... When when I saw you, I I I vaguely remembered you like yeah. like a long lost vision. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now tell our listeners, Jackson. Uh, you you go to school. Who teaches you? Uh, well, I don't go to school. I'm actually homeschooled. Homeschooled. Okay. So, 
Yes, I am in kindergarten. Kindergarten. And your mama, your mom teaches yeah. you. She, mm-hmm. she homeschools you. So I was thinking when you were at home, you're in school, but you, you don't see it that way, huh? Homeschooled. Homeschooled yeah. means you're usually in your home, but sometimes you're taking field trips or doing other things. Uh, sure. Not always. Not yet. Not uh, yet. Uh, but maybe when I'm a little bit older, older okay. yeah. What grade are you in? Tell our listeners that. Grade? Uh, you're in kindergarten? Yeah. Yeah, that's a grade. Yeah. So you're in kindergarten. So this is really your first year of homeschooling? Uh, no. I've no. Actually, I've actually, I think I started when I was at least four or five. Okay, okay. And I've been learning ever since Good. that is true we kind of had a soft start so we've <laughs> we've so, been we've been doing some uh some things stuff in with preschool kind of time. all along okay. well tell our listeners what you like best about school well you is know one subject that you like better than others the uh the subject that i was pick that i would pick uh would be geography geography oh wow. i like studying the globe, it's just oh, kind of my thing, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about what you like to do with your dad. Well, um, you know, that's actually kind of a hard question a little, but... It is? Okay. You know, but I think I can answer it. All right. Try. <laughs> um, well, I have done lots of things with my dad. He's he's very fun. Like, I like... Playing with him, I have had a lot of fun times with him. I've, uh, I really, it is kind of a hard question, but, you know, like, um. Can I, I help just, you out a little bit? Uh, I think I got this one. Down. Okay, all right, good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have, I just. Some of the things that you've told me you like to do with me are when we spend our Saturdays together. Can you talk about that? Yeah. What um, do you do on Saturdays together? Well, when we go, usually, not always, we would go to some place and look at stuff. Like, kind of, not like a museum, but kind of, there's this uh, store that um, has all these records and stuff. Stuff like that, like like uh, TVs. I mean, record players, records, movies, stuff like that. Okay. And we usually look around there. Sometimes we buy some stuff. Sometimes we don't. I mean, yeah, you're talking about the times we went to the big used record store. I'm a little surprised you remember that so well. We really only did that once or twice. But that's got to be it. You said it's a little like a museum, and it has old records and movies. And you said stuff dads like. But I remember we found some movies for you there, too. I think those trips were fun for both of us. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then usually, not always, but sometimes we, we go... Um, to um this place called Freddy's and it it's it's pretty fun we eat there it's a fast food oh it's a fast food okay it's always fun to go out to eat yeah Mm -hmm. so what's your favorite food Jackson that I get there well anywhere oh that's a hard one oh that's a hard one well where do you what do you like to get there well, I usually get a cheeseburger, um, just plain with meat and cheese. 
And then we usually uh, get some french fries, maybe. And Dad, he sometimes gets a hot dog or... It's a hot dog or cheeseburger. Okay. Usually for awesome. Him. awesome. Yeah, mom doesn't let us have hot dogs at home, so sometimes we'll do that when we go out. But uh, the other, some of the other things you uh, have told me you like to do is when we get to ride together in the truck and you get to sit up high and look out. Oh, yeah. And when you get up early and we get to have breakfast together and just talk, just the two of us. That's fun. And uh, you like to kick the soccer ball around. There's all kinds of things you like to do. After we have our lunch, we usually get from the same place sometimes ice cream. Oh, ice and cream. We, huh. And the only one we've ever got from there is, um, uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, Dad, do you remember? The ice cream that we usually get. Oh, from Freddy's? Yeah. Mint Oreo is the yeah, one Yeah, Mint like. Oreo. Oh. Ooh, that sounds good, and yeah. I can taste it. Yes, very good. All right. Well, we'll be right back, guys, with the other half of the interview. Thank you. Until then. All right, our new host of Family Shield. <laughs> Super. All right, I'm going to make a few announcements. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast that you can subscribe to. Today we're giving away the booklet, Raising Your Children with Respect. To get your complimentary booklet, call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-250-8416. We encourage you and your family to take a family prayer walk and pray together. We have radio programs and digital resources available to download on our website about prayer and prayer walking. Check them out at www.familyshieldministries.com. Don't forget to fill out the survey on our website after you've taken a prayer walk. We invite you to share a picture of your family walking with us. All those who return the survey will receive a small gift from us. Because we want the Family Prayer Walk initiative to be an annual project, we do need your feedback. Family Shield's fiscal year ends soon. We're behind on our financial commitments and have asked the Lord to help us. We also want you to be aware of this shortfall. If you can give a gift this month, it would be greatly appreciated. Please pray for us and give a gift if you can. Your support allows us to continue the outreach ministry that airs this program on 50 stations throughout the U.S. Send your gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123, or charge a one-time gift at www.familyshieldministries.com. Now I want to go back to my guest, Dave Paul and his son, Jackson. Thanks again, Jackson, for being our guest today. You're doing a super job. So, right, um, I wanted to ask you just um, one thing that dads do is they help their children, no matter what age, um, learn to know Jesus and and to love God. I mean, we could say to know Jesus or just to love God. Either so, way is fine. I'm sorry? Either way is fine. Either, yeah, either way is fine. So tell me a little bit about something you know about Jesus. I'm a little embarrassed right now. <laughs> Dude. Well, 
I know he was born on on Earth, and I know he died on the cross. Okay. I know he he uh, rose again. Yeah, um, those are good answers. He, um, he died. Uh, talked to the fire. I already said that one. <laughs> it's okay. Um, he, I, I'm. I can think the picture. I can. I can see the picture in my head, but I can't think the right thing to say. You. You answered fine. What you said was good. Well. Um. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me just play a game with you. I'll give you a couple hints. I think you'll know this. So God created the trees and the sky and the sun. Everything, right, everything. He created the whole world, and and that's beautiful, and we can be so thankful that we have this beautiful world to live in, can't we? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so uh, you also said a little bit about Jesus. You, you said it before. What do you know about Jesus? What what did Jesus do for us? I guess it would be more of a good question. He died for us, and he rose again. That's right. Why did he die for us? What do we do that sometimes we're not supposed to do? We, we sin. We sin, yeah. And and so when he died, he covered our sins for us. And it forgave all us. went to him. Yeah. It, that's exactly right. Him. All those sins that we commit went and laid on, were put on Jesus. And now we have forgiveness. Well, that is awesome, Jackson. I'm glad that you shared uh, all that with us and what you said about all of our sins were laid on Jesus. It's really a good thing to have shared because that's what it's all about. We a, we don't always do what we're supposed good, to do. Jesus suffered for us. It's a very good thing. And if other people don't know. Yep. It's a very good thing. And many people don't know. But uh, but we can, we can tell them about that. Okay. Well, you are pretty good. I think I should let you take over this program. What do you think? <laughs> I think he has. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. So I do want to ask your dad, and and he's kind of shared this. I can tell you've already done this. But one of the father's responsibilities is to help his children learn to know and love Jesus. And uh, Dave, you're obviously doing that uh, with Jackson. Tell us a little bit more about some of the ways that you do that. Yeah, there's several different things we're trying to be uh, pretty intentional about. One is, and uh, sometimes we have some weeks where we, we're not as diligent about it as we should be, but nightly we try to do a devotional with oh, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that we really like. It's called Long Story Short, and it takes a particular Bible story and breaks it down into five lessons that you can do with children of any age in the morning at breakfast or at night before bedtime. And if you, I believe it takes you through the entire Old Testament in three years Wow! if you do it every week. Then once you get through that, the gentleman that wrote that book has another devotional book for kids called Old Story New, and that takes you through the New Testament in, I think it's a year. So That's fantastic. So we're, we're doing those nightly devotionals with him. In special seasons like Advent and Lent, we usually set aside the regular devotional so we can do others that are specific to whatever season we're in. And we've really enjoyed some books by an author named Arnold Etriide, who has written uh, some biblical fiction books with children's characters in them that interact with the characters that we know from the New Testament. 
Uh, we've used his book, Jotham's Journey at Christmas, a couple of different years, I believe. And just this past Easter, we used his book called Amon's Adventure. And he also has a few others. Um, but of course, you know, we go to church. And so he's going with us to church and, you know, learning quite a bit there. But also, we're praying at home, we're talking about things at home. Just as things come up in daily life, we talk about whatever is going on in our life that day from the Christian perspective. So if it's a particularly pretty day, we address that. Wow, look at that sunset, look at that sunrise, look at the sky, look at the Mm -hmm. trees. Mm -hmm. Everything God made. Because, uh, yeah, because everything God made is good and it's for our benefit. So we just try to appreciate that. So kind of like the Old Testament model of whenever you rise, whenever you sit, while you're walking Mm -hmm. along the way, you know, whatever it is you're doing, you know, tie it back to something that was a blessing that God gave us intentionally because he loves us and he wants us to live for him. And notice what amazing creations that he has made and gave in for us. That's great. Okay. Why is forgiveness so important in the father-son and father-daughter relationship? Oh, wow. Um, hmm. Well, I'm going to say forgiveness is necessary in the parental relationship for the same reason it's essential to all relationships. It's unforgiveness that breaks relationships apart. So what better place to learn than at home where parents and children can practice forgiveness toward each other? Uh, I found as a parent that it keeps you humble to go to your own kids and seek forgiveness when you realize that you need to do that. Uh, But I think it also makes you model that forgiveness so that your children will hopefully have a good example of how to both seek and extend forgiveness whenever that's necessary, because sometimes you're on the other end of that. Uh, It's an axiom, not original with me, obviously, that our kids tend to learn more from watching what we do than what we lecture them about. So modeling forgiveness is probably the best way to teach it. But beyond our relationships with other people, it also points to the forgiveness of Christ. And we definitely want our kids to know about his forgiveness. So I think it gives us opportunity to teach that by example also. Absolutely. It's so important because we aren't perfect. The children won't be perfect. We as parents, mothers or fathers, won't be perfect. And the kids already know it. And sometimes parents won't admit that they've made mistakes to their children. But the best thing we can do is say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And guess what? They always will forgive us, won't they? If we ask. So again, uh, thank you for listening to Family Shield. My guest has been Dave Powell and his uh, six-year-old son, Jackson. We have been talking about fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, and we hope that uh, the program has been a blessing to you. To learn more about Family Shield Ministries, check out our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. Please share our show with other people that you have known and friends that have had fun times with you please check out our website and until next time see you later bye bye thank you thank you jackson god bless You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com 
or Wright Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.